We've all got both light and dark inside us. What matters is the part we choose to act on. That's who we really are. While we all love Harry Potter, the series, and the fandom, we cannot ignore the author's hateful comments and actions towards the trans community. She is no longer the reason why these books are so magical to us and millions of fans worldwide. These books and the world they created are bigger than her. If you were affected by this ignorance and hatred, please know that we are here for you. All those affiliated with Until the Very End, we are all here for you. We will stay with you until the very end. What's up, witches? Hi, guys, gals, non-binary pals, all witches, wizards, and all other magical folk, and welcome to Until the Very End, a podcast all about Harry Potter. I'm Abby. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I am a Hufflepuff, and I am joined by my sister. I'm Sarah. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm a Gryffindor. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Oh my What's God. going on? This day. <laughs> Salem just like minimized all my tabs. <laughs> nice, nice. So he was sitting on my keyboard and I didn't realize how much. So while uh-huh. I was doing that intro and you then started talking to me, he like minimized everything. We're done here. <laughs> Listen, We're done. you should be paying attention to me and me alone. I, I was I don't ask for a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just your undivided attention 24 7, 365. Constantly. Yes. Yes. He is a lot. He is a that black cat energy. <laughs> yes. What How are you? Are you up to? Um, nothing. I haven't started any new movies or shows. Oh no, I did watch Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm. The new Leo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese. So good. Yeah, it's on my so watch good. list. Let me make sure I, it's, my watch list. <laughs> it's on Apple, I believe. Um, it was very good. Lily Gladstone, who's nominated for an Oscar. She's actually the first Indigenous woman to be nominated for Best Actress. Um, Good God, it's 2024. Get your shit together, guys. When I hear these things, I'm like, Killers of a Flower Moon. I was like, murder? (laughs) Murder (laughs) flowers? Um, It's so good. good. She, I very much hope she wins the Oscar. Because if anything, I feel like she should get be getting more praise because she was just so fucking good. Yeah. Very cool. It's a good cast list, yeah. too. Yes. Well, I went in really? the completely opposite direction, and I watched a movie called Strays. <laughs> the dog movie. <laughs> it's a dog movie. It's live action, and it's voiced by my boyfriend, Will Ferrell. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Jamie Foxx, Isla Fisher is also in it. And then Randall Park. They're so frigging funny. I will be straight up honest. The first 10 minutes, it's incredibly difficult to watch because Will Forte is super abusive towards his dog. Not physically, but like the things that he says to his dog. And I was like, I don't know if I can watch this because it was really harsh. And I'm still like healing majorly from my dog. Yeah. So I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Ugh. But then like it changes and it talks about like, or like you follow the dogs becoming friends. Yeah. And then I was good. And then I cried at the end because everybody was calling the dogs good boys. And that's all they oh. wanted to do in their whole life was be good boys. And I was like, sob fest. That's really <laughs> fucking sweet. It was really sweet. Josh Gad was also in there too, but I could not like, you think that sometimes their voices are so like, that's Josh Gad, you know? Yeah. Could not pick him out. And they introduced so many dogs. I was like, I never heard Josh Gad in there. He was there though. (laughs) Don't you love that when you're like, where the fuck was this person? Yeah. (laughs) Also, Rob Riggle was in there and he's so freaking funny. Was he a person or a dog? He's a dog. Oh, I didn't yeah. recognize I one person besides uh, Will Forte. <laughs> nice. Every time I love Will Forte, I think he's so funny. But every time yeah. I see him or I try to think of what his name is, I'm like, oh, it's the guy from SNL, but it's not Seth Meyers. It's the one that I always like. It's Seth <laughs> Meyers' cousin because they kind of look alike, but they're not totally the same person. Totally. Yeah, he is very talented. He was a dick. Yes. In this movie, uh, Jesus. 
I think he plays a dick very well because he's probably not a very big dick. He just seems like yeah. a goofy kind of guy. Totally. Like Seth Meyers. <laughs> yes. Like his, his cousin, cousin Seth, Seth Meyers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shall we get into it? We shall. Do you want me to let, do let a recap? I would love for you to do a recap. Okay, I'll do it. So last chapter, it was the day of Harry's um, hearing. He and the adults at 12 Grimmauld Place were very much under the impression that it would just be in Amelia Boones's Bones. I always say Boones. Really? Amelia Bones's <laughs> office. And they're like, no big deal. It's just, you know, like a like a possibly one-on-one, maybe, you know, one other person there. She's very fair. It's open yeah. discussion. Yeah. Yes. It's a conversation. Um, and Mr. Weasley is like kind of excited because he's like, I'm going to show you my office. And it's a closet. And that's Harry so freaking probably, cute, though. Because, like, when I brought yes. my kids to the office, I'd be like, boom, look, your mom is someone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm of. always, whenever I take people to the office and they see where I sit, I'm like, this is where I'm sitting. These are the, when I send you memes. And this is, you know, where my water hangs out. <laughs> this is my POV of when we're yes. texting all damn day. Yes. And when I have somebody open the door, I have to go like this, see over my computer to see. And I know if the door opens and I look up and I can't find that person's head, I know it's one person specifically because she's not tall enough to be seen over (laughs) my computer. She's very short. Like, this is just my life. Yeah. And I think it's very funny that, like, um, Harry equates mr weasley's office to a closet and i'm like bitch that's what you grew up in like do you kind of we know that's not a closet (laughs) yeah your room was a closet yes you know what a closet is (laughs) harry (laughs) yes um they get to they see kingsley shacklebolt um and they're like kind of cold to each other and harry is like why aren't we being best friends and then arthur like steps on his feet and he's like shut up Shut up. I will tell you Like when Kingsley walks in, like Harry's like doing like the heart emoji with his hands. He's like, what's up, bestie? Oh my God. I saw you last night at dinner. Shut up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) We don't know him. Not like that. (laughs) Um, Then um, when they get to the office closet i think perkins comes in which is arthur's desk mate and he's like yo bitch you gotta go because the meeting's starting like now um and they go to this what is it called just like this it's the department of mysteries and they go to the lowest floor find the courtroom and mr weasley's like all right let's head in and Harry's like, are you coming with me? And Arthur's like, oh, God, no. <laughs> no, never. Um, and Weasley, we do- like, opens the door and he's, like, shoving Harry. <laughs> and he's like, okay, bye. Good yes, luck. He's like- <laughs> Harry is like the kid from, this is a deep cut. Maybe not everybody knows this. It's very relevant. It's something we always say in our family. Uh, it's the kid from the 16 Candles. Um, when his parents <laughs> tried to drop him off for the dance, he's like, I want to go with you guys. <laughs> Harry is that kid. He's like, I yeah. want to go with you. I don't want to be like the only person I know at this party. Please do not leave me. I totally get that though, because when you do go to a party with one other person, you're like, you better not fucking leave me or we're yes. done. Oh my god! And this is the age before cell phones. So like yes. nowadays, if you're stranded, you're like, well, I'm just gonna play on TikTok or something, I guess, or leave. Yeah, I just I reject my, it right out of there. Yeah. Or look at your settings on your phone and be like, "Damn, there's so much storage." <laughs> what? I am the no. opposite. I, I never my have storage. had to buy more storage because I had so many pictures on my phone. I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. I can't delete any of these. <laughs> As I was saying that, I was trying to say, "Damn, look how much storage is being taken up by photos," and instead, just the first part came out. So I was like, oh. "How's go with it?" <laughs> Just gonna say because we have like no. family like shared data mm-hmm. and even the kids are like sarah you have so much <laughs> you're taking up so much of the data i'm like i am the family photographer 
I yes. don't know what you want me to do. What am I supposed to do? Get rid of these? I can't delete them. No. No. And I even like uh, have my phone set up to go to my Amazon photos. Mm-hmm. And that's almost out too. But I'm like, I can't get rid of these memes. What if I need them again? Abby, just my get rid of emotional them. support memes. <laughs> when I think it was chapter six when they were cleaning everything out of the house and they're like, there's so much shit in here. I'm like, that's my phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Sure. I need it. Yeah. I will even like the apps that, you know, like crumble cookie, you have to order through an app. I'm like, oh, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? I have to get an app for this. Can they just go online? I don't need another app. I need more room for my photos. <laughs> yes. And you can order through like Uber eats, but that's another app. Oh, also, Enough with just the apps. Let me, yes, just let me order on the website, but then complain about how clunky the website is on my phone and say, if there was only an app for this, and there is, it's a toxic circle. I'm well aware. Yeah, <laughs> let me live. Yeah, exactly. Just let me live. <laughs> That's the chapter. Good job, Abby. I love it. Love it. We only got off topic 25 times. I know, <laughs> right? They were relevant-ish. They were mostly... Mostly it was spider webbed out, but it we stuck to yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, Abby, I have some trivia for you. Yeah, tell me, tell me. So after Mr. Weasley pushes Harry through the door, he's like, hey, bye. See you later, maybe. We have some interrogators. Um, and mm-hmm. we actually have like 50 people in this room, but we only know the names of... One, two, three, four people behind the court or on the court side. Can you name those four people? The Minister of Magic, Cornelius Fudge. Yeah. I think Amelia Bones, we do know by name. Yeah. Then there's Percy. (laughs) And it's the other Voldemort. Way worse than Voldemort. Okay, so Umbridge is provided, she is. she's named. Okay, I yeah. can't remember if she was or not. Um, yeah. Um, Dolores Umbridge. They do, like, name off, and she's kind of, like, in the shadows for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then at the very end, then she, like, perks up, and he's like, ew, a toad. <laughs> yes, that's right. I literally just listened to this, but, you know. <laughs> in Sunday morning. I totally get it. Yeah, in good out. job. <laughs> yeah, Percy's in there. Um, yes. The uh, female version of... Uh, Voldy, which is Umbridge, and then Susan Bones, or Amelia Amelia Bones, her middle name. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just delete out that Susan. Susan Bones I'm just say Susan. That's her is, name. Is yes, yeah, in Hogwarts. Yeah, because later on during um, the DA, she's like, you can produce a fully corporeal Patronus. I'm actually going to talk a like, little bit about her later Ooh, too. Okay. Yeah, but I just love that. She's such like, like a small point, but I actually mm-hmm. think she's way bigger in the wizarding world than what we think. Susan or Amelia? Amelia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I love Do you have some trivia? Yeah. Was that all the named people? It was. Yeah. Only those four people, but like, we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. Okay. Only four people are oh. like truly named. Okay. I'm. You know what? I'm still counting that as a win because I oh, did yeah. get person. Totally. Yeah. He doesn't say one word in this chapter, but he's there. <laughs> I feel like he might say like, I'm ready. Oh yeah. I'm he like does that. say that. And then uh, Fudge is like, go get the the witness. And he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so, sorry. Like, up. so sorry. I should have known. Yes. Um, so Dumbledore shows up early. He shows up into this interrogation trial. Not cool vibes. Um, chit chat and he's like it's okay i actually showed up early do you remember how early he showed up was it two hours it was three god damn that is five o'clock in the freaking morning bro but he knew i he's like these motherfuckers or he was did he have a time traveler thing and he was just like Mm -hmm. yeah three hours just lying through his teeth i wonder or I'm gonna get into it in just a minute. Oh, okay. I love it. Okay, I'm closing love out it. my Let's notes. Go. I don't need these open. 
(laughs) Harry gasps. The courtroom is the same one he saw in Dumbledore's Pensieve the year before, and it's filled with 50 people. Sapu, you already have questions? We just started. I'm one sentence in. (laughs) Can you say the chapter? All right, chapter chapter eight. Okay. Everybody, chapter eight, (laughs) the hearing. Harry gasps. The courtroom (laughs) is the same one he saw in Dumbledore's Pensieve the year before, and it's filled with 50 people. A man tells Harry he's late. And that it's Harry's fault for not getting a memo as Harry takes his seat. They probably sent it to the Dursleys too, right? Ooh, probably. Which I just love to imagine, like, um, Vernon, like, God damn it, this kid isn't even here and he's still bothering me. (laughs) Which is interesting because, I don't know, it's like, what is he going to fucking do from the Dursleys? Or because we've talked before about how the owls have like insane tracking, which does not make any sense whatsoever. So if you give the owl something and you're like, this goes to Harry Potter and he's about to go somewhere. Like, did he try, did the owl try to go to 12 Grimmauld place? But then because it's unplottable, he got like yeeted the Dursleys. Yeah. And then the owl just like threw it up in the air and they're like, I don't know where he is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get paid enough for this. I don't get paid at all, actually. (laughs) I love my job. I love my job. I love my job. (laughs) We're real. I say that all the time. Um, Harry takes a seat. Harry looks around and he sees Fudge with a woman he suspects is Amelia Bones and another woman in the shadow on his other side. Percy is also there to take notes and acts like he doesn't even recognize Harry. Mm. Fudge begins the hearing just as Dumbledore walks into the room saying, I'm a witness for Harry. (laughs) Harry feels hopeful and tries to catch Dumbledore's eye, but Dumbledore stares at Fudge. So Dumbledore like makes his grand entrance and he's like witness for Harry Potter. Dumbledore. No. Albus. Wolfric. Something. Ryan Dumbledore. Percival. I have a book. <laughs> I know. Albus, Wolfred, Percival, Brian, Dumbledore. I love that Brian's in there. <laughs> yes. It's such a good muggle I, name. Like, who came up with that? <laughs> I know there's a reason, I believe, behind what his name Probably. is and like what it means, but I do love it. Fucking Brian. <laughs> it's a good name. I also. I like to imagine Harry like awkwardly like trying to wave at Dumbledore. Hey, 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 hey. I'm over here. And then and Dumbledore is just like, like complete like 180. Yes. That's for a bug. He's, he's like <laughs> hiding. We don't know it. I don't know you. First, first is Kingsley Shacklebolt. Now Dumbledore doesn't know me. Will someone please tell me the rules to this game? Yes. Harry's like, am I wearing my fucking invisibility cloak right now? What the fuck? (laughs) So Harry so badly wants Dumbledore to acknowledge him. He knows Dumbledore is on his side, but he feels so alone right now because he's being blatantly ignored by this man. But on the other side, Dumbledore did come to Harry's defense as a witness. Uh, So we know that there is still that sense of respect and admiration from Harry because Harry knows that Fudge can't steamroll him while Dumbledore's around. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend's going to pummel your ass, Fudge. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, Dumbledore conjures himself a chintz armchair as Fudge starts to read Harry's crime. I love that he's like, this isn't too serious. I'm just going to I'm just going to grab a nice fluffy chair, my favorite one from home, actually. And just to make sure that we bring it down a notch, that this we're trying a teenager for using a Patronus charm. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is not a Death Eater, everybody. I take a breath. <laughs> so I have said before, and I'll say till my dying day, I don't think the author, I think the author said that Dumbledore was gay to get a reaction. Yeah. But this chapter eight Dumbledore, he's so gay, comes in yes. with a big entrance, conjures up a fucking beanbag chair to sit his, on. His whole name. 
A gay man would not sit on a beanbag chair. <laughs> this no, is like an not. elaborate. Yeah, but it was the first chair is, that came to my mind. <laughs> this is the nineties. So are yes. we thinking like wing back, like retro, or are we thinking like recliner, like lazy boy? I kind of almost want it to be one of those inflatable clear chairs. Oh God, those things were <laughs> awful. Dumbledore, those were awful. I was going to say he would never do that to his back. He would never. <laughs> No, I um, would like to imagine a wingback chair because those are like mm-hmm. super uber cool. What what does the queen sit on? That's what Dumbledore is going to sit on. A throne. But if you look yeah. in your big ass book, and we will post yeah. this on social, Harry is sitting on the throne and Dumbledore mm-hmm. is next to him. So he hasn't like pulled out his chair yet, but it is a pretty cool chair that Harry's sitting on. All right. Harry's got some dead eyes going. It's kind of freaky, actually. As we continue, though, like even this picture doesn't stand up to what we're about to read. Let me get to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Fudge looks flustered, but begins to question Harry. He only allows Harry to answer in yes and no to questions because he's like bullet point, like just like doing all the questions as quick as possible possible he doesn't even like give harry a chance to explain why he did the things that he does but amelia bones cuts in to confirm that harry can truly conjure a true patronus like it's not just a silver wisp it's actually in a patronus which is like that's actually really impressive harry says that he did it because of the dementors which makes the people in the courtroom go silent and super shifty This piques Amelia Bones' interest, and she seems to take seriously the fact that Dementors were in a muggle town. But Fudge says that Harry's lying. Please, you think this boy actually saw Dementors? Dumbledore cuts in, and he's like, well, actually, I brought a witness. Um, And Fudge is like, god damn it, fine, go bring in the the witness, Percy. (laughs) And so Percy scour- like scours off and he brings Mrs. Fig into the courtroom. And in the book, there are two chairs because Mrs. Fig sits next to Harry. So now there's three chairs. Mm-hmm. So we have Harry, Mrs. Fig, and Dumbledore. But in the picture, in the biggest book, you only see one chair. Mm-hmm. In the movie, you only see one chair because then Harry sits in the stands while Mrs. Fig takes the floor. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, I'm going to, oh, no, go for it. I was going to say, like, he mentions, like, how he had seen this room before in the Goblet of Fire when he went through the Pensieve and saw the trials for um, Karkarov, Bagman, and then Barty Crouch Jr., and then the Lestranges. Like, how fucking bonkers would that be that you're like oh i'm a 15 year old boy and i had to defend my cousin and now i'm going to sit in the chair that i personally ghostly saw a boy crying not screaming much older. Out for his life yeah not much older. and also this chair has chains on it and they like mm-hmm shook whenever harry sat down they were like threatening him they're like we could yeah. get you if we wanted to do they use the same room slash the same chair in deathly hallows when dolores um interrogates mug or um like muggle born which is in wizards yeah like reggie's wife i can't think of her name mary um, catterbolt mary yeah mary catterbolt um I don't know if it's this exact room because there could mm-hmm. be multiple rooms, but it is right. the same setup for sure. Yeah. I'm just wondering they if they did the chains. Uh, I don't think they did the chains, um, but they were like kind of in like that auditorium type setting where right. the Wizagnomit was behind them and um, or up in the stands rather. Yeah. So. Freaky. Yeah. He's just a boy. He's just a boy. So Mrs. Fig takes the stands and everybody immediately starts questioning her. They're like, why were you in the area? We don't have records of any other witches or wizards living in this area. Like, why were you even there? And she's like, well, I'm actually a squib and you guys don't give two shits about squibs. So you wouldn't have record of me. 
bitch. And Cornelius he, like, Fudge. Fudge was like super aggressive towards her. He was like, can squibs even see Dementors? Because I know muggles can't. And why don't you prove that you can see it? And mm-hmm. I don't know if squibs can see it, but she does a really good job because of explaining what Dementors are and what exactly happened. So it makes mm-hmm. me want to believe that she truly can see it. Yes. Even though on some of her descriptions, it's a little like, oh, did you though? And then she really does yeah. clear it up though. So. Yeah. She insists that she can see um, Dementors, and she gives her version of the story perfectly. She said that she saw Harry Potter try twice to give a Patronus. The first two times were wisps, and then the third one, uh, he actually did conjure a true Patronus and was able to drive them away. They still question her, and she's she describes the Dementors' appearance a little poorly, but she does describe what they do perfectly so you can make a person feel cold and hopeless uh, without any um, kind of need in the world you know you just mm-hmm. kind of want to give it up fudge dismisses mrs fig and, dis- and declares she wasn't a very convincing witness but amelia bones is still concerned that there are rogue dementors when dumbledore calmly says that maybe someone did order the dementors there and then the witch next to Fudge, introduced as Dolores Umbridge, boo, leans forward and asks Dumbledore to confirm, are you implying that the ministry ordered an attack on Harry? And Dumbledore's like, well, let's see. I did tell you guys like two years, maybe last year, that Dementors were going to leave you. So either they left you and they went to Voldemort or they are in your power and someone within the ministry did order that. So, I mean, you could take it either way you want. Fudge turns like bright red. Like he cannot believe that Dumbledore just called him out like that. But it was the truth. It's you have two options here, bro. It's either they are in your control and someone did order them or they're not in your control. And Voldy did this, like, take mm-hmm. your pick. Um, but what Fudge refuses to believe is that Dementors are out of his out of his control because that would mean that Dumbledore is right. Mm-hmm. Dumbledore has been saying years and years, these Dementors are a hundred percent going to break free from you guys, and they're gonna go straight back to Voldemort in the dark side. And Fudge He's that powerful man, powerful, quote unquote, that does not like to take into consideration that he could be wrong, which is the like the scariest type of power that you can look at. Um, He's prioritizing his own power over every single person's safety, which is scary. And not even just the wizarding world. It's the entire world. Mm -hmm. Right. Because this also affects the muggle. Yeah, the muggles as well. I mean, I Dolores Umbridge is one of I think she's a better worse villain than Voldemort because she's more she's realistic. Like totally doesn't yeah, who hasn't seen somebody like this before? We've and then all Fudge, had an Umbridge in our life. Yes. And Fudge is also pretty realistic because he is He's a white man in power who is what? Trump. Yes. Well, I mean, like literally anybody on uh, the Republican side. Um, he is a <laughs> he is a white man in power who refuses to see that anybody might be like living a different life or having different experiences. It's like he is giving me vibes of. Um, when a woman is essayed and doesn't come forward to the cops, he's like, well, why weren't you just telling the cops? Why didn't you tell the police? Or if she does, and then he's like, well, what were you wearing? And mm-hmm. he's just, he's very realistic, especially in today's political climate. Also totally. the way that he says the word um, squib girl, that sounds like a slur. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm actually going to talk about that. Just oh, okay, of. good. 
We were so the way that Fudge treats Mrs. Fig, both in directly to her face and when she's gone, suggests that I mean, Fudge does clearly believe in a hierarchy of people, just mm-hmm. like Voldemort and all of the blood uh, families that we I, we just talked about, mm-hmm. like in the last chapter or the bonus episode. So this reminds us to all of us that you don't actually need to be a follower of Voldemort in order to hold views that are cruel and discriminatory, just like what Voldemort's views are. Mm-hmm. So Dumbledore's choice to pick at Fudge and the ministry shows that he's using the hearing to make his points to Fudge again in an arena where several people can absorb this. So it's not a one-on-one conversation that he and Fudge have had like a bajillion times, but Dumbledore is using this to be like, do you see how Fudge is treating this person? Do you see how Fudge is treating this child? Do you see how Fudge is super dismissive of every other idea that we have in here? Um, And then we are introduced to another like main antagonist other than Voldemort, even though she's like Mm -hmm. super, super brief right here. We don't really truly know of her true powers, quote unquote, but um, yeah, just that one like chapter, (laughs) not chapter Mm -hmm. that those two paragraphs is like super moving. Mm -hmm. Do you think that fudge changed where the trial was taking place? And like from just, Amelia Bones's office to the full Wizengadbot that he did it to kind of like undermine Harry to the rest of like the ministry that's there and be like, look at this crazy little boy. He's crazy. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can't believe him. And it's like it easier to control reasons. the narrative. Yeah. I think he was trying to control the narrative and I think he was trying to throw Dumbledore off just because of your few minutes whenever we take the votes, half of them vote for Harry, half of them vote against Harry. And I think if Dumbledore weren't in there, we probably would have seen less than half vote oh, yeah. for Harry. Because, and I forgot to mention this. When Dumbledore walks in, he's like, hi, I'm Albus Wilfrick, Percival, Brian, Dumbledore, two wizards wave at yes. Dumbledore. So those two could have been the ones that tipped off Dumbledore saying, yeah. Hey, yo, you need to get down here right now because they moved it. And I was summoned. Um, we'll start talking to our people um, to try and get everybody to be like, all right, let's make it sure everybody's mm-hmm. fair on this trial. Also, if they are moving this up three hours and they're using the whole Wizengamot to be here, like I'm hoping these people were already at work. When they just got an owl saying like, hey, can you come down to the Department of uh, Mysteries? And they weren't like told, like, they didn't wake up and see an owl. And we're like, oh, my God, I have to be at work in 15 minutes. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Right. And like they had, like they were already ready. Yeah. Because I don't like to be rushed in the morning. I'm going to bet that work starts at 8. And Mm -hmm. it started at 8. So whenever they got to their office at like 745, then they already saw that memo that was like, hey. Real quick. I'm really hoping so. Because I would be so cranky. Or maybe they moved it the night before. And that was like their Mm -hmm. last memo that they saw before they left. But they just didn't outsource it to um, Harry and Dumbledore until that Mm -hmm. morning. Could go either way. We'll get it in the morning. (sighs) Listen, we're trying to throw everybody off anyway. (laughs) So let's keep it a secret. We're trying to blame this 15-year-old boy on something, okay? Like, Yeah, right? Give me a sec. (laughs) Um, Fudge tries to return to the subject of Harry's use of underage magic and Dumbledore points out that according to the law Harry was allowed to use magic to defend himself Fudge loses his temper and says Harry has a habit of using magic outside of school and getting into trouble in school and then Dumbledore backlashes and he's like hold up you have no say as to what happens in the school and I reminded you again two weeks a week ago when you tried to expel him from my school, you have no say here. And Dumbledore suggests that Fudge is actually being quite unreasonable and just come up with a verdict already. Okay, what do you guys say? Dumbledore's like, listen, we're seven minutes in, which is six minutes too long. Okay, 
Let's get down to this. And Amelia Bones like, yeah, you know, you know what? You're right. Who's in favor of dismissing Harry? And about half the people go up. So we see about 25 hands-ish. And Harry's like trying to like count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, damn it. And <laughs> who's against Harry Potter? Who thinks that he is a menace and should be kicked out, you know, taken to Azkaban? And Fudge and 24-ish other people, Umbridge included, um, raise their hands. They wish to go against Harry Potter. And he's, Amelia calls the vote and they actually clear Harry Potter. Fudge is super cranky now. He like dismisses the courtroom. He's like, get out of my courtroom. And Dumbledore <laughs> is like, bye. And he's like, out. <laughs> He's like, I so, want to stay here anyway. Yeah. Listen, I was here so early. I haven't even had coffee yet. God. <laughs> I haven't even had dinner yet because I'm here yeah. from last night. Motherfucker. Oh, also, Percy was for convicting Harry as well. Yes. Um, which that's total bummer. Um, and then, yeah, Dumbledore says, excellent. Goodbye. And he leaves. And he also pushes his chair in, which means he um, just like cleared it. He's It was gone. Yeah. Um, so few questions. Who waved a Dumbledore? Girl, I could not find this information anywhere. I don't know, but I really yeah. want to know. I would love to know. I Googled the shit out of that. Yeah. I also want to know what kind of wave was it? Was it like, hey, or was it like, oh my God. Because sometimes when you see somebody that you don't think you're going to see, you get really excited. You're like, oh, totally. Dumbledore. Oh, my God. I have missed you so much. Brunchies later. You remember me? <laughs> you taught me in school. That's true. He was probably a teacher to some of them. Mm-hmm. But also, he was the head of the Wesignomit. So he was literally just there working like three yeah. weeks ago. Um, second, uh, this is actually. Um, so differences between the book and the movie. Um, Fudge did not bring up the magic or using magic outside of school in the movie. He only mentions it in the book. And then, Mm -hmm. like I said earlier, um, when Mrs. Fig took the courtroom, uh, she was literally in a chair right next to Harry in the movie. Harry moves to like the stands and she takes his chair. Um, I do... Dumbledore, he's very powerful in this chapter. He's able to use the law and he was very clear with the law. He used it to his advantage that he was part of the Wesignami. He was head of Wesignami, so he knows the law. Okay. And with the right person in charge, you can do what is right and protect vulnerable people. With the wrong person in charge, it's it's very obvious what could have happened if Dumbledore wasn't there. So clearly Fudge is not the greatest in power. Mm -hmm. Luckily Dumbledore did show up to take the power away from Fudge because if Dumbledore wasn't there, he would have a hundred percent been convicted, I think. So I thought Dumbledore was just part of it. I didn't, I didn't think he was the head. Maybe he was just part of it. Because I'm going back and forth on if it would make sense that the Minister of Magic is the head of the Wizengamot or if somebody else would be. Because I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of it like Speaker of the House or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's two different people, but should it be? But also, one person shouldn't have that much power. Because if Fudge is getting corrupt with the level that he has now, like if he had more. Mm-hmm. That's not good. That's probably not good. You know what we should do? We should do a bonus ode on the Ministry of Magic. Like, how is it set up? What yeah. is it similar to? What it would like to do some of the yeah. laws. Totally. Uh, did you know that this is the second hearing that we've seen um, bullying take the offense? <laughs> so Buckbeat, he was brought to the court and quote unquote Malfoy's dad frightened the committee into it in which they were going to behead him. Yeah. They were gonna this is a very persuasive committee. Jesus. Yeah. Like 
And Harry even says, like, I thought the hearing, did he say he thought it would be longer, that it wouldn't be over this quick? I don't know. I thought it would be at the end, but I don't see anything. Mm-hmm. I'm running through it real quick. Two hours later. Harry looked at his feet. His heart, which seemed to have swollen to an unusual size, was thumping loudly under his rib. He had expected the hearing to last longer than this. He was not sure at all he had made a good impression. He had yeah. not really said very much. Like, I feel like even if it was one-on-one, Amelia and Harry, and like maybe a witness, not including Mr. Weasley, like even this length would be too short for the two of them. Like. Mm-hmm. Harry should have been able to say, if this was a fair trial, Harry should have been able to say, start to finish, what happened. Mm-hmm. I and feel then, like if Amelia Bones was truly in charge and it was that discussion, it mm-hmm. would have lasted at least an hour. Because yeah. she seems like the person that would be like, take me through step by step. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your Patronus because she was very impressed with that Patronus. She'd be mm-hmm. like, let's talk about this. How did you yeah. learn this? Because my niece is in the same grade and she has told me nothing about any type of classes mm-hmm. like this. Yes. And she, I think Fudge even says, like, it does not matter how impressive the magic was. Like, he used magic, which is a good point. But yes, it's yes. also life saving. It is. Yeah. It's good to know. It's good to know. Um, Also, while we were looking for that, I did make a boo-boo. Dumbledore conjured two chintz chairs. One was for um, Mrs. Fig. One was for himself. There were no two throne chairs. Um, So that's my B. That's my B. (laughs) You know what? It's okay. Nobody report us. Thank you. Um, and then I just wanted to kind of chit chat about Amelia Bones. I didn't write anything mm-hmm. down, um, but I did read just on like Harry Potter fandom and like Harry Potter Wikipedia, the other one. Um, first, I was like, man, Amelia sounds kind of cool. <laughs> like she's not married. She doesn't have any kids of her own. She's like, mm-hmm. she's sending out all, all of these howlers like mm-hmm. slave. What is happening with she's her? Gonna- a good so, job at the government. It's a good job, right? And she's like obviously well respected. So she is uh, head of the magical. Um, oh shit! Let me pull her up again because now I forget what her actual title is. She's the head of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement. Enforcement, which that is awesome. Um, she. I found one rumor that. She was a or at first with Lily mm-hmm. and they were like teamed up together. But I saw that on one website and then I could not find it like literally anywhere else. So I'm just going to say that although that would be super cool, I don't think that's where her her path was. Yeah. Um, I don't so think she was, Lily was technically I employed. I don't think she was either. <laughs> I don't think so She's either. Like, mom, which that is, is a very cool <laughs> path for both of them, but it's not true. Um, she does have one brother. The brother is the one uh, that has the child, Susan Bones, which we mm-hmm. do see in actual Hogwarts. Um, and then um, later, Amelia Bones is actually killed personally by Voldemort. It's actually the beginning of next book. Um, mm-hmm. So it sucks. But it also shows that Voldemort only kills the one that he's truly, truly like scared of or intimidated mm-hmm. by so i'm a very uh, impressed that voldemort killed her himself fucking slay girl i mean sirius <laughs> said in a previous chapter i don't think he was important enough to be taken out by voldemort he says that in um about his brother yeah about regulus, regulus. so yeah. i say regulus i know we I, you know what? We never. We're Americans. We probably say a lot of these words wrong. Yeah. We don't know who's right. We don't know who's wrong. We're just going to accept each other. We're just going to change it every single all. time we talk about Lucius Lucius. Herr Hermione. Herr Hermione is one because sometimes we forget who we're talking about. Well, Hagrid. <laughs> Hagrid. There's so many um, H's in this book. There's so many fucking H names. <laughs> I know. Oh. You don't realize it until you have to start saying them. Truly, um, yes. But 
the fact that she's like she gets murdered by Voldemort. Like yes. not everybody gets that. Yes. Oh, uh, it was wordanvil.com that um Amelia Bones is an or at the Ministry of Magic and was Lily Evans' partner. Um, but the more I look at it, it looks like a, a character rewrite. So okay, if like Voldy didn't kill her, then what path would she have taken sort of deal? Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. And she was That'd a Hufflepuff. I, I love that she, she was a Hufflepuff. Yeah. She's fair. True. None of us, That's none of the rest of us are. No, none of you. Nobody is, except for us. Oh my gosh. Great job. As I'm like checking up on Amelia Bones, Harry Potter, then there's like one of those click down things that says, who is the meanest Hufflepuff? Who is it, Sarah? It's Abby Lehman. Fuck you. <laughs> it's Nymphadora Tonks. She's not mean. She's sassy. I don't think she was mean. Yeah. I think, no. Yeah. I think she was. We're just sassy. Yeah. Sassy. She was undoubtedly the girl who would pummel other students for making fun of fellow Hufflepuffs. What's wrong with that? Well, that's needed then. Yeah, you need that person, right? Okay, then let's fuck up that kid that's being a bully. Like, do she again. is... Prote- I love Nymphadora Tonks. And She's I will defend her and her <sighs> actions yeah. forever. I love it. Um, Great job. Great cool. coverage. Thank you. Thank you. I like this chapter a lot just because mm-hmm. of the power that we see with Dumbledore. We don't see him outside of school too much. So mm-hmm. when we do, he always takes a very powerful stance. And I love that he just like took charge and he put Fudge right back in his seat. Mm-hmm. I love seeing, seeing teachers outside of school. It's like seeing it's a like dog seeing walk a on dog. its hind legs. Yes. <laughs> oh, cool. Awesome. What's your, um, what's you in? Um, I would like to thank past Sarah for taking care of future Sarah, because when I was laying in bed super late last night and I was just like going through my phone, I was like, what's on my calendar tomorrow? And I was like, oh, shit, I've got to cover a chapter. (laughs) And I like super quickly text Abby and I was like, um, I actually didn't know that I had homework and I didn't do anything. So we might need to reschedule this. So then I woke up way too early because... The dog that we're babysitting had the shits last night that we didn't realize. (laughs) So we woke up early to clean the carpets. And then I went downstairs and past Sarah had taken care of future Sarah because she already did all the homework. God bless her. All I had to do was just re-listen to that chapter. I love that. Don't you love when yourself is helping yourself out? You You know what I'm going to do after this? I'm going to write down all my notes for the next chapter. Because I know it's going to happen again. Yes, it happens all the time. Too often. I check my schedule and my calendar often, and I still yeah. forget things. Yeah, same, same. Mm-hmm. What's your witchy well, win? I'm glad. Thanks. So right now, Salem is being very cute. He is laying on my desk, Aww. getting Aww. pets, and... Sunshine's always just a sweet little baby angel. She's got no thought between those eyes, just just vibes. And Green Bean, I've told Matt this before, but I guess they just never noticed or heard. So we were all on the couch this morning, and I was petting Green Bean, and she had a hairball. She has a lot of um, phlegm. She's a lot of phlegm. She's a very phlegmy baby. And as she was coughing and clearing her throat, I was petting her. And as she was clearing her throat and getting pets, she then proceeded to start farting. <laughs> but it was so cute. It was like, baby, don't you shit on me. Don't you dare shit and throw up on me at the same time. Oh, it was so fucking funny. Matt and I were like, we try not to embarrass her children. We were like, okay, do you feel okay? Like, it's okay, no worries. But it was Wrong. so fucking funny. And I just love my cat so much. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I have a, a similar story. Uh, I was in ATL airport and the person next to me was like aggressively coughing like so Ugh. much that I was like, oh, I feel like I should move. <laughs> 
And then she started coughing so bad that she was farting. And then the lady across from us started recording this lady farting coughing. And then she moved the camera to me because I guess I like made like a like a reaction, like what the fuck is happening here? And then I like nope out of there super quick. So if you guys see me on TikTok or Instagram or trending somewhere, can you send that to me? Yes. It was an ATL. Like, Someone help me out. <laughs> I was telling Matt when Green Bean was coughing and farting at the same time. I was like, this is so great, Granny Pollock. I can't even. Oh, I can't don't even. Don't you love it when they like make an appearance? Mm-hmm. Like you just have like a wave of like a memory or like something that you're interacting with. You're just like, they were here. I fucking know it. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. You know, if you want to do the whole like, oh, there's a Robin or a cardinal in my or here's a dime and that means they're thinking of me i like the moments where it's like that's so that energy that that person protruded that it's like they're here with me right now but if you want to say that cardinals make you think of grandma absolutely go do it yes yes because we did have a grandma loved cardinals so every time Mm -hmm. i see a cardinal i think of her (laughs) Mm mm-hmm Every Anytime time I somebody smell calls onions me, cooking, I think of Granny. <laughs> Anytime somebody calls me Miss Abby, I always think of Chloe because that's what yeah. she called me. Yep. Yeah. Anytime somebody is walking across the street into the Piggly Wiggly and a car honks at them and they flip off, off that car and it turns out the the people honking in the car were the the flippers' daughters. I think of Granny. Where's granny. <laughs> so fucking funny oh we could go so, on and on as could we everybody. really could. yes love it so tell us what what little things happen that make you think of your dead relatives <laughs> <laughs> or just tell us your witchy wins and your harry potter hot take totally yeah yeah i love it yeah. all right love it love you all love you love it you'll stay with me until the very end bye, bye. What's up, witches? A huge shout out to all of our listeners. You all mean so much to us. To help support us, please tell all of your Harry Potter friends all about us. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. You can reach out to us on Instagram at until the very end pod, Twitter at until the very pod, and our email at until the very end podcast at gmail.com. You can also head over to our link tree at forward slash until the very end podcast for all of our social medias. Bye.